Thanks for listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. The Mizzou Tigers will be playing Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. The Tigers have played the Buckeyes 12 times. They've lost 10 of those. There was one tie, and there was one victory back in 1976. The Tigers faced the Buckeyes and beat the number two team in the country on their home field 22-21, and it took some heroics in the closing seconds. A touchdown pass from Pete Woods to Leo Lewis pulled the Tigers to within one point. Woods going to the air. Touchdown. Great play. Then they went for a two-point conversion, but Woods threw an incomplete pass, but there was a holding call against Ohio State, so Mizzou got another chance, and they went for two again. This is the football game. Woods on the keeper. Woods fighting. Woods is there. He's in there for two. Missouri leads. Two points. How about Pete Woods, huh? How about him? Pete Woods gives the Tigers a 22-21 win over the Ohio State Buckeyes. In September of 1976. And joining us right now on Show Me Today is Pete Woods. Bill, great to be with you. How are you? You didn't even know until the the, the night before that you were you were playing in this game, right? I'll well, ask it was, you. it was um, Thursday before. I knew I was going to um, play, yeah, the Thursday before. And uh, that's when I had this strange dream. I had been the holder of the year before. I'll tell you it to you very quickly. Yeah. I had not been holding because I was being redshirted and then lost my redshirt against Illinois because back then you couldn't play four games. You play one game, you lose your redshirt. Yeah, that was it. So um, Bizarkowitz was hurt. They bring me in late in the Illinois game. We're losing, et cetera, and um, then confirmed he's, he's not going to play that next week and found out, confirmed on Thursday. So Thursday night, I have this dream that um, I'm holding for the extra point, and the score is 21-20. Oh and my! I, I, literally, and and the next and we missed the kick. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell Tim Gibbons, the kicker, the next day, and Tim said, "Don't tell me that. You know, no negativity." <laughs> so, and here we are, 21-20 on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. And um, instead of kicking it, of course, we go for two twice. Yeah, and uh, and and make it. And I said something to Tim afterwards, and he goes, "Wow, that's weird." Yeah, I said, "Yeah." Did yeah. you did so, you plead your case to Coach Onofrio to go for two? No, no, no. No, they were making the decision from the sidelines. I went over there, and absolutely was supportive of it. Did you think about that dream in that moment? No. 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 Not on the field. <laughs> no. no. And, and and Bill, let me tell you, it was 95 degrees. And this is the old AstroTurf. Oh, yeah. At, at Columbus Stadium. We were dying. We were so tired and, I don't know, dehydrated, but we were, we were I mean, we were gassed. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I would have been yeah. running over to the sideline, going, "I, I had a dream. We got to go for two. Yeah. I, I had a night. Yeah. I had a nightmare. Yeah. I had a nightmare, Coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would have, that would have what, been a better story. Yeah. Coach. What kind of what kind of looks would you have gotten then? Tim's not going to make this kick. Al would have been saying, "Pete's delirious from the heat." What on <laughs> earth are you talking about? Yeah. He's hallucinating out there. Oh, man. Yeah. Pete Woods joining us, the only quarterback in Mizzou history to beat Ohio State. Uh, on the touchdown pass to Leo Lewis to 
uh, get you to within one. It was a beautiful pass. I mean, you dropped it right in over the defender. And, you know, as I watch the the replay of this thing, you know, in today's game, there's a chance that that might not have been ruled a catch because it seemed like that popped out of Leo's hands as soon as he got down. And in fact, I think the announcers, Clay Cooper, one of them, as Dwayne Dow is making the call, I think Clay Cooper's even back. Did, did he catch it? Did he? Ca-? There was a little bit of doubt in there. But from your perspective on the field, any doubt in your mind that that wasn't a touchdown? All kinds of doubt. <laughs> no question. <laughs> it, Leo, Leo initially caught the ball. He did have a foot come down on the field. But then the defensive back knocked it out of his hands before he ever got to the ground. So, yeah, a replay might well have reversed that call. And so, you know, I'm very happy with the rules as they existed in 1976 compared to today. All right, so 47 years later, are you telling me that was not a catch? No. I would never say that. And uh, Leo made a great catch. You know, yes, I made a good throw, and uh, we scored a touchdown, and uh, we beat Ohio State. So let's not let's not you know make any fuzzy you know ness out of the uh, circumstance. Here's the 1976 team. I think you guys went five and two against ranked teams that season, but finished the year six and five. This is this may have been one of the best six and five teams in all of college football. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question about that, and I I, I know I'm I'm sounding immodest when I say that, but um, you know we we won three games on the road against what were top five teams either at the time or at the end of the season, and that's never been done. I don't know that there's a team in the country that's beaten three top five teams on the road in one season. And we had some other good victories. We won against Colorado at home and, and um, uh, you know, Kansas State and some others. But it, it, the problem was we were beat up at times. Um, we lost games against Iowa State at home, and Iowa State was 8-3 and three that year, so they were a good team. Uh, we lost against Oklahoma State and, um, and uh, Oklahoma on the road, both by Oklahoma State by one point. Uh, I think Oklahoma by three, and we were beating Oklahoma State 19 to nothing in that game. And then we just let them come back in the game by being conservative. And I think, you know, some of the coaching decisions, you know, not being overly critical, but if we had opened up our offense, we had great offensive talent on that team. But we chose to go with an I formation, which is a little more conservative, and as a result, maybe didn't score as many points as we could have if we'd approached it differently. Um, you know, ultimately, um, last game of the year, we lost to that team to the West, which will remain unnamed for Missouri fans. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, that that year and the following year when we lost to that same team proved to be Alan Ofrio's undoing as he ended up losing his job as head coach. But, you know, we had the toughest schedule in the country in 1976. I think the same thing in 1975 and maybe 77. We just played the toughest schedule, you know, imaginable. And unfortunately, it, it wore us out. We lost a couple of games that we might have otherwise won, have won if we'd been playing cupcakes early in the year, as is the case nowadays. Pete Woods, who's joining us here on Show Me Today, is the only quarterback in school history with two wins over two top three ranked teams. You later beat Nebraska that same season. Which game is more satisfying? Is there one that sticks out above the other one? There can be nothing in comparison 
to winning at Ohio State on your first start ever. There could be nothing you know more memorable, I think, uh, for any athlete than to succeed for his home state school, school my father had attended and since then my kids have attended, um, and uh, succeeding in a in a situation where no one expected us to win. And in fact, one of the sports anchors, who we used to watch the news the night before games just to see what was being said about us. And the, uh, the sports anchor in Columbus, Ohio said, you know, Missouri comes in 14 point underdogs, but because Steve Pizarkowitz, their quarterback is out and Pete Woods is starting, we're making them a 35 point underdog. <laughs> And, you know, as if I needed any more motivation, yeah, <laughs> any yeah. more incentive to play well, it was our team was going to be, be beaten more bad, you know, worse because I was the starting quarterback. And obviously the satisfaction after that game um, was incredible, but just magnified by the circumstance. I think about this as you're telling me that story, Pete, about how this is, you know, your school grew up wanting to play there and, and defying the odds. I mean, this sounds a lot like Brady Cook. It, it really is, and it's all about expectations. And the expectations for me were low going in, mostly because people didn't know me. I had played very, very little up to that point, and although I'd been you know, all-state quarterback and uh, also pitched on the baseball team at Missouri, uh, people really didn't know me as a football player. And, you know, so expectations were low for me. Same thing for Brady Cook. After last year with his shoulder problem and uh, other issues with the team, losing close games um, late with some mistakes, not necessarily Brady Cook's, uh, the expectations were low. And, and people were pleasantly surprised in both of our circumstances that uh, the team was as successful as it was, both in 1976 and, of course, now with the with the tremendous uh, season that the Tigers ha- have had in 2023, and you know, other parallels were both from St. Louis. You know, both um, began more as running quarterbacks, although we showed our abilities to pass. Uh, and and Brady has tre- you know had a tremendous improvement. And just as I watch the games, and I'm a season ticket holder, I watch his ability to read defenses now, to make accurate passes, putting the ball where only the receivers can catch it, all those things that make for a successful uh, quarterback. You know, I know he's coming back next year, and I expect even greater things from him. Do you talk to him at all? I have not. No. Uh, Never met him. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, I followed the team. I've been in the presence of the team with, you know, various events. They bring alumni players back. I've never had a chance to talk to him. I did talk to Sam Horn, strangely enough, because, um, it, because of his interest in playing baseball and being a pitcher, as I did. And I just encouraged him if he had any interest in giving me a call. Um, I'm happy to talk to him about it. Are you going to the bowl game? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to spending a few days with Missouri fans in Dallas. And get, to a big victory. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. maybe Mizzou gets their second win over Ohio State. 
Absolutely. Yeah. The, the second all-time win over Ohio State would be uh, – I'd be happy to uh, share our 1976 win with another one in 2023. <laughs> that would be great. Pete Woods, quarterback, the only – so far, the only quarterback at Mizzou to beat the Ohio State Buckeyes. Hopefully that changes and Brady Cook can uh, move alongside you. Appreciate the visit and thank you so much for the stories. Good being with you, Bill. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.